0: Hey, everybody, and welcome back to a brand new episode of Mainstream Boys. Yeah, with a Z. Get your popcorn ready, crack open an ice-cold cherry Coke, and sit back and relax as Jonathan and Spencer break down the new release films of the week. This week, we watch Tom Holland and Sierra Bravo become drug addicts in the Russo Brothers Apple TV Plus original film, Cherry. It looks a little lighter outside, so Daylight Savings definitely worked in your favor. Yep, um, now good gets
1: dark nice. around 7-ish.
0: Happy for you. A little bookshelf behind you, a little backpack, a little calendar. Um, Yeah, it's good to have you back. How are you today? I'm all right. All right. <sighs> well, I do have a question for you. It being mainstream boys, um, I do kind of want to have a little stupid question for you this week. And since we're watching Cherry, I figured why not talk about our favorite ice cream toppings? Uh, what's yours?
1: toppings yeah
0: like jimmies or some gummy bears cherries do you have any ice cream topping that you prefer i don't even i'm not really a sweets person i don't think you are either.
1: kind of a stupid question um
0: yeah i mean thanks
1: i have favorite type of ice cream but yeah toppings i don't know uh it's always fun if you go to those like like sunday places and you can like mix in some candies i always go for like the peanut butter cups just because like Mm. you know it's a nice little surprise
0: you remember Orange Leaf? Yeah, of course. What did you get there? I know it was. Oh, open, okay. But it's now pretty you're close. talking. Yeah, I yeah. mean, it,
1: we were just loaded up with like everything, and then just and then feel they weighed it and they were like, outdoors. "Yeah, thirty bucks." <laughs> yeah. <That's> so <laughs> I'm t- like, t- "Okay, <laughs> screw you, bitch. shit."
0: Oh man, no, that was a fun place. There's actually a gas station down here, racetrack. Do they have that in Atlanta or no? I've
1: heard of it, but yeah, no, I haven't been there.
0: They have a whole frozen yogurt bar in there that no one uses. I've never seen a single per- a person use it. Yep, I've been yeah. a sweet frog. I don't know. I think it was a thing for a couple of years and then they were just like, I don't think anyone cares about this anymore. But yeah, I guess for me, uh, I was always a gummy bear guy. I like the fruity stuff. Really? Yeah. yeah. I like right. pistachio. Pistachio, not pistachios, Underrated. but the flavor of like ice cream or frozen yogurt. Yeah. Pretty darn good, I must say. I'd agree there. It's underrated. Yeah, it's very tasty. Well, uh, speaking of uh, sugary treats, uh, this is Mainstream Boys where we do grab a big bucket of popcorn. Maybe a nice cold cherry coke and in this case, maybe some frozen yogurt um, and bring it into the theater and eat it while you're watching a big mainstream film. Spencer, we, we sit down, take our pants off, put our feet up and watch Bella Thorne movies and this week we did watch the I love that that's Brothers. the fucking
1: intro you came up with. <laughs> like, Not once have we done that, but sure. That's the intro that <laughs> no, you wanted to
0: come up with. It's, come, it's happened a few times, but normally my pants are still on and I wear shorts most of the time. So, Whatever floats your boat yeah okay and this week we did watch Tom Holland directed by the Russo brothers Cherry available on Apple TV Plus you could have checked it out in the theaters a few weeks ago Spencer go ahead and crack your drink thanks thank you oh it's a bottle I thought it was a can Uh, was that a Coke Jesus no Uh, of course it's polar seltzer fantastic hey I'm really happy you're here why is that because I like you. You're it for
1: me. I feel the same way. I joined the army.
0: Why would you do that? Sometimes I feel like I've already seen everything that's gonna happen, <laughs> and it's a nightmare. Um, this movie is rated R. <laughs> it is two hours and twenty-two minutes long. You can get it on Apple TV Plus. I don't know what the IMDb actually. Yeah, I do six point five. Uh, has a 36% critical rating on Rotten Tomatoes and a 75 audience, so quite significantly split. I didn't know that until right about now. Cherry, which is played by Tom Holland, drifts from college dropout to army medic in Iraq, anchored only by his true love, Emily. But after returning from the war with PTSD, his life spirals into drugs and crime as he struggles to find his place in the world. Damn, yeah, the Russo brothers doing something a little different with this one, huh, Spencer?
1: I would say so, yeah.
0: And, like, I can't say I've seen anything they've really done other than the Avengers films. I I was thinking of.
1: uh... I used to watch You Me and Dupree a lot. For some reason, that was one of the DVDs I used to have. I got it, like, at Blockbuster when they used to do, like, 5 for 20 deals. And that was, like, the fucking greatest thing. When you walked into Blockbuster and saw those, like, 4 for 20 or uh, 5 for 20 movies on, like, the racks, I would (laughs) load up on the DVDs there. Um, And, yeah, You Me and Dupree was one of those, and I bought it. I've seen the movie, I've watched it a lot and then i realized that like oh people hate this movie. <laughs> so i guess it's one right. of my guilty pleasures cuz i kind of liked it.
0: I had that realization many times over with like just films i watched in like the early 2000s and come to find out they have like a 10% and no one likes them. Yeah. Eh, it is what it is. Oh yeah, but the, you know the Russo brothers, they did Avengers Infinity War, you mean Depre pre apparently and Endgame, Captain America: Winter Soldier, Civil War, all the big movies. This movie does have Tom Holland who is Spider-Man himself and sierra bravo who is in a teacher uh, she played one of the smaller characters in that show um so i was kind of sor- surprised to see her in a role like this like it it certainly goes places yikes <laughs> holy shit <laughs> god that was deep bro but yeah going into this movie i didn't i really didn't know much about it the title was misleading i didn't know what it meant i'm like cherry are we gonna be at like dairy queen the whole time to find out not really I don't think he eats a single ounce of ice cream in the entire film Tom Holland doing something a little different here he clearly gives a performance that's certainly out there just something different that you wouldn't come to expect from him and the Russo brothers doing something completely out there but they still have their little kind of comedy elements that you come to expect from the uh from the Avengers movies so I would I was very surprised with this film something that that really follows some dark concepts but ends up having some very funny like happy moments too so it was a weird balance but for the most part i think it pretty much worked for me what about you spencer
1: it didn't really work as much as i wanted it to my biggest issue with this movie is the way it's structured it's six distinct acts and each act is wildly different than the last, and they even switch it up in like terms of the visual presentation. I mean some scenes uh, some acts are shot in or sorry some chapters are shot with like different lenses and different aspect ratios uh, and just it's very jarring. and as a feature film, I don't feel like that structure worked as well as it probably looked on paper. Like it felt like it felt like a six hour miniseries edited down to a two hour and 20 minute movie because something about it just felt hollow like i just was kind of missing some like connection a little bit in certain times because they jumped so much and the tone the tone changes was so abrupt however right tom holland is amazing like he i can't wait to see what else he's going to do with his career because he has shown that he can do crazy range and while i didn't think the fourth wall breaking like works that's not an easy thing to do and i mean i thought he did a good job but i just didn't think it service the movie
0: i think because like the it opens up and it's like uh epilogue or prologue and it's like a bank robbery scene and it's like probably eight or nine years before the whole actual movie happens or yep. after the whole actual movie takes place and i was like okay this is pretty entertaining like i'm I'm into this i enjoyed the fourth wall breaking i thought it was really funny the music the visuals even the the interchanging lighting And that scenes in those scenes to help tell the story, I thought was pretty cool. But yeah, the movie definitely is a bunch of distinct acts that have huge dramatic differences in tone. Like the beginning, he is just like falling in love with this girl in college.
1: It was like a coming of age type uh, comedy. Again, it's like, and that's like, love that obviously happens. Yeah. And like, yeah, he falls in love with the girl and she's like, oh, I'm going to move away. And then he joins the army. Um, And then it's
0: an all out war film. (laughs) Like,
1: yeah, then, well then they have like the full metal jacket like basic training. Part I liked of the movie, that. There were some yeah. funny parts. And then the cherry part of the film when he was in uh war in Iraq as a medic, that was my favorite part of the movie. Like I kind of wish I saw a lot of that um from the film right. because that was great. That was thrilling, it was heartbreaking. There was a moment where like Tom Holland is on the phone. And it's like gut wrenching. It's just like the yeah. shit that he had to go through. And like, he's like, I don't want to talk about me. Can we talk about you for a second? I was like, holy shit, this is fucking terrible. It's just like heartbreaking. Um, but, and then, and then when it shifts back to junkie side of things, I was like, let's move on. Like, I don't know. I just, that whole tone shift was just so abrupt and grimy. And I don't know. I
0: just, it's just I, not a what huge you wanted for the character. Movie it's not what right. you wanted to happen to this character it's like you 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 really see kind of like yeah this this life events kind of forced him into this and then it just goes downhill and downhill and it gets worse and worse and worse and there doesn't seem to be like any, any redeeming moments
1: i feel like they just focused too much on the junkie side of the story where i was more interested in the other aspects but i mean i get the overall message it's like well the war made him the junkie because he got back and had severe ptsd and then obviously people didn't know how to treat that so they just uh, prescribed a bunch of oxycodone and they got addicted and you know it was just a fucking right. cycle that destroyed so many people's lives and it's terrible and it's so heartbreaking that this fucking happened i mean it's a real story it's a true story this guy who oh yeah i didn't even know um, that yeah he's an army medic came back became a junkie and had to rob banks because of that and uh went and served uh some jail time and he wrote the story when he was in jail so i mean he's an executive producer of the film he i think has a co-writing credit but i i I just think the the structure and the visual representation that the movie decided to go for i feel like it just didn't serve service like a a feature film i don't know i just kind of wish i saw it more as a as like a mini series so I could get more into the character and, and have some more in like, a connection to it because they just decided to focus on aspects of his life that just, I don't know. Didn't, I didn't feel like it was worth it.
0: I see what you mean because they do kind of tease you with uh, my, really the part that I connect with the most is like, yeah, there's this love story going on and then, you know, circumstances happen and they're forced to kind of just move apart from each other. There's the whole war element and then they get back together and there's the whole PTSD thing. But when it really gets down to like the hard drug stuff, when like she gets into it and everything too, I was just like, man, this is hard to watch. Yeah, and it it's goes, like another hour it's of that, for a dream, you know,
1: almost too. Yeah, it's grimy. Yeah, it's, like, and I, I and that's the thing. I I do appreciate that the movie decided to like not really hold back and uh, show you just like the horrors of like war, the horrors of. Junk, uh, being a junkie I mean the movie the message is it's very anti-war I mean just from the basic training stuff and that, seeing how the drill sergeants well,
0: anti, anti-military and how they treat their veterans oh, sh- as well it, exactly I mean you it know? just
1: seemed very like the Russos were trying to push a political message in this film and I think that's definitely it comes across pretty clear the first half was pretty strong. Like, I actually liked the first half. I'm like, oh, this is actually kind of surprised, like, how much I'm, I'm liking this. And then, yeah, once he kind of comes back, the movie, honestly, just kind of falls apart. And it just ends up being a little bit of a mess.
0: I was hoping it would stick the landing a little bit better. I actually kind of like the style. Like, I, I could see how you would think that maybe doing, like, maybe a miniseries would work better. Because each different act does have distinct tonality differences. But I still found it really entertaining because I just it's a movie that can be very dark and depressing. But it did have little moments like like when there was narration and stuff and he would allude like, oh, this guy is 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 kind of an asshole. And then it would cut back to a scene from this dude's past and he's just like doing something in a car. I thought that was like a really entertaining little thing that, you know, they the Russo brothers do that in the Avengers and stuff, too. They just have these little funny elements that they add into the story to make it a little more light. And I think that this is a movie that definitely needed that because it is it is ninety nine percent of it is just dark and you kind of just have to go along for the ride as this as this guy just spirals out of control. So, but the performances I really do think ring true with Tom Holland and Ciara uh, Bravo, which you've hardly seen her in anything, but she's freaking amazing in this movie. She's great. Well. Yeah, no, I she's was very surprised
1: by how well she was. Um performing in this yeah because she had i didn't realize obviously that she was you know going to become a junkie as well and then that that was was left field
0: dude
1: it was so gross oh it was terrible especially
0: heroin dude like i could see people pop pills but heroin is just like such a a dirty, disgusting drug to watch
1: and it i and yeah like kudos to the actors for really becoming like fucking hideous in terms of like committing to that like that look and, like, yeah, like, Tom Holland, when he was, like, living in his house with his girlfriend, like, he looked like a fucking junkie. It was crazy. And he was, a you know, great performance. And the same event, I also really liked the score. I don't know if you remember the score in this, but... Uh, that was noticeable.
0: I actually uh, wrote the score down for this film in particular. It was really good.
1: I did enjoy it. But, yeah, I mean, I just think with this type of story and with, the, with like, the visual style and structure that they were going for with Cherry, I feel like it probably would have served... Um, being in a miniseries a lot better because you could flesh out the characters a little bit more. You could do more, uh, have more like scenes so you can understand them better. And it just felt very choppy when they kind of put it, everything in a blender. You know, put it on Pulse and then just delivered yeah. it on Apple+. Plus. That's kind of how it felt like it was made. Maybe it was like a
0: harsh transition between scenes too because it does seem like, okay, he's at war and then all of a sudden he has this horrible PTSD. He's throwing shit across the kitchen and like...
1: Yeah. This is I- just
0: so new to Sierra Bravo's character. It's like the first time she's like, Jesus, is not how I remember you.
1: And they take elements from like indie films to mainstream films and then just like different styles and it was like it just became a little distracting i was like okay (laughs) like this is kind of just all over the place half the movie is in slow motion as well uh and just some of the framing is is all weird like in one scene tom holland's in the bottom left corner and like there's just so much space everywhere else i'm like where did this come from but um regardless i still appreciate the film and i overall i mean i i would say check it out it's 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 worth a watch
0: i really did think it was it was definitely a good film there's some story elements that people just might not enjoy watching like my dad was kind of just like in and out of the room and he was like oh man like this is i can't watch this this was this is hard to watch and kind of same with my mom when it came to just the the heroin and stuff cuz it does not hold back whatsoever with the circumstances you know it's a realistic look and i i think it was a pretty darn good one the Russo brothers have a very unique way of kind of showing this with the comedic elements and it didn't take me out of the film. It just kind of made it more watchable for me because otherwise I would have just been like genuinely depressed for the vast majority of it. I'm going to
1: get it to fresh because I think the 30% critical rating is a bit harsh. Uh, I think the movie's better than that, that critical score, but yeah, I mean, it is not an easy movie to sit through. The style is distracting, but I think the performances, the score, and, I mean, despite the cinematography being a little bit distracting, it is a very well-shot film, Um, and there is some stuff to appreciate, and it gets to fresh, so 3 out of 5 for me.
0: Yeah, I th- you definitely bring up some good points. I think the movie is... More watchable and just more of a more cohesive film uh, during the first half. And then once the PTSD kind of, well, doesn't subside, but turns into the full-on drug addiction bank robbery scheme, it is a completely different movie that it does kind of end up being a little jarring and you have to just accept it for what it is and move on with the next hour and a half of the film. It is, I thought it was really good. It's very entertaining. For two hours and 22 minutes, I didn't hate myself as much as I did when I was watching Margaret. I'll say that. So yeah, I... I think three and a half out of five I think there's enough here for me to genuinely give it that rating uh thirty five is way too harsh. I'd get it at least up to fifty fifty five ish on a more critical scale, but yeah that's yeah, fair so apple t v plus if you're into you know watching it's a Russo Brothers, it's definitely a fairly mainstream movie with some harsh topics that it covers, but um I think it's worth checking out as well, so that's cherry on apple t v plus Oh, <sighs> deep breath. it's done, Spencer? We did it. You know, what, we're watching next week, though, don't you? Yes, I do. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's yeah. been a long, multiple years leading up to this release. I guess and, so. I mean, yeah. Because was it wasn't really on my theaters, radar, people are like, but... where's the Snyder Cut? We want to see the Snyder Cut. Fuck this theatrical release. So I'm down. I, I don't even I'm not even excited. But like, I'm just curious to see what what they do with it.
1: Like, yeah, I'm not I mean, jumping my... out of my socks to see oh, it. Oh, for sure. My expectations are just very casual. Like I I thought that the 2017 Justice League was a total mess. I remember watching that movie in theaters probably with you guys in college and we were just like something is Of course just they screwed it up. Not right here. From the opening scene of like Batman on the rooftop with the with the with the thief, I'm like this is goofy, this is weird, this does not feel like a Zack Snyder movie. But um so yeah, yeah. I mean I so always, I always knew that like yeah, that movie, that movie was a mess so I can't wait to see what they have in store for the Zack Snyder Justice League it's gonna be four hours long yeah
0: get your goddamn popcorn ready looking forward to our discussion on the Justice League the Snyder cut uh but yeah thanks Spencer for joining me we do have a few other shows that we should probably mention before we sign off here don't we.
1: Yeah, this week we do have an episode of Collector's Corner. It's Nate's week, but it's going to be The Breakfast Club. We're revisiting that. We've all seen it. We all love it. But we're going to be diving into The
0: Breakfast Club. Get your waffles ready. Yeah, we do also have another show uh, called the TMD Main Show, where we talk about three critically acclaimed films that we've never seen before on a bi-weekly basis. This coming week, we will be talking about, I do believe, that I don't remember the titles. What are they, Spencer.
1: Should probably put up a uh, post letting them know what one, but it's the River Wild Tombstone and say
0: anything. Say anything. Cool. Yeah, that's what's coming up, guys. Uh, thank you once again for listening to Mainstream Boys. If you haven't already, go over to our Instagram at those movie dudes. Go ahead and follow us, and that's where you can stay up to date with pretty much everything going on with the podcast, all the different shows we have, and other random bullcrap that we post. Much appreciated, and uh, see you next Monday. <laughs> Thanks for listening to another episode of Mainstream Boys. New episodes release every Monday and you can stay up to date with everything those movie dudes by following us on Instagram.